like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? We're back. <laughs> we should have just stayed on the air, Papa Dude. We should have just stayed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We are back. Everybody cancel your staff meetings because we're back to talk NFL and college football. Just cancel those meetings. Don't go in and uh, hang out here with us. Well, we got a big show here. Uh, opening day of NFL is tonight. Opening weekend, of course, Sunday and then on to Monday for the Monday night game. We got week two of college football. Obviously, a lot to talk about there as well. So we've got a lot to get out, get through. Um, and we got blinkers off at two o'clock coming up in less than two hours. So we got to we got to get going. Mapadu. Let's do it. Well, when we were on a while ago, it was either one or two. So yeah. that's some pressure off of us if it's two. It is. Right. Yeah, it is a little bit of a less pressure that now it's two o'clock instead of yeah. one. So, all right. Well, we uh, if you watch that daily show, we don't have to cover this game much. Tonight is the Lions and or the Lions and the Chiefs. Chiefs four and a half point favorites here. You're going Chiefs. It's your best bet of the day. Once again, Papa Dude, for the third time, tell us why you like the Chiefs. I feel like I'm on one of those, uh, uh, what, what, like a, like I'm a commentator for the Chiefs, and and people in Detroit are calling me all around the country. You know, I'm just repeating myself. It's Groundhog's uh, Day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to Chiefs because I'm not high on the Lions, and I just feel like this is a nationally televised game. It's the only game in town. The Chiefs are going to be ready. I just don't see Mahomes. I'm not playing well in this one. I think the line's reasonable, so I'm going to go Chiefs to cover the four and a half. Yeah, and usually uh, Kevin B commenting about some college stuff. Usually we start college, but we're doing pro because it is opening weekend, so we're doing it first. But we got thoughts on that for sure, Kevin. Just stay tuned there. So yeah, Chiefs for both of us. Uh, yeah, like I said, we've talked about this a lot. I'm with you. I, I'm a little more reluctant because I have been burned by the Chiefs and the and the point spreads. But I have too. <laughs> I, I'm with you. But you know what? A lot of times we go, well, I just feel like they'll do it this week, and they, they haven't. So we'll I know. There. But usually when I've got burned, it's like nine points or yes. eight points. True. Four and a half is my comfort zone, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Panthers and the Falcons to open up the Sunday slate. Yay. Uh, <laughs> the game is in is in Atlanta. Atlanta, three-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think about this one? Well, uh, first thing I did was look at the over-under. It's 39-and-a-half. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to take the under on that. <laughs> I just, these two teams are offensively challenged, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I think it will be close. I don't. I don't analyze either one of them enough. Uh, I think I would. I think Atlanta's going to win simply because it's at home. I don't know. Three and a half, maybe too many though. <laughs> I can see twenty-one to twenty on this one. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be I, interesting this game. Um, no, it's a it's a pass for me. I, I you, just... yeah, you got to be a fan of one of these teams to be interested. Yep. All right, this will be a little more entertaining, I think. The Browns and the Bengals is always a really good game. The Browns are at home week one hosting the Bengals. Two and a half, or excuse me, two point favorites for Cincinnati. Over under 48. What do you think of this one? That seems extremely low it to does. me. I'm all over the Bengals. But again, 
Vegas knows what they're doing. So what's going on on this? You know, this is fishy uh, line just, number one of the NFL season. Yeah, I just uh, don't know why that's two. The Bengals are much better than uh, Cleveland. I will say this: uh, opening week in the NFL, opening two or three weeks, it's tough betting because things aren't quite in line with the way they're going to be yet. It takes two or three weeks. Yep. I don't like Cleveland that well, so um, I'm going the Bengals. I, I would. I just think they'll win. And if the, if you think they're going to win, I think they'll win by more than two. So I'm going to go to the Bengals minus two. I'm going the Browns. I, you are. Oh, my God. I cannot believe you said I've seen, that. I've seen these lines. I've seen these lines. I'm just – Why I see a line where I go, well, that is – the line, though? What's the deal? I don't know, but anytime I see a line and I go, well, that's ridiculous, I go with the ridiculous <laughs> one. Because it, it, it pays out, I'm telling you. Yeah, People are going to pound Cincinnati. I'm going to go the Browns. Give me give me Cleveland plus the two. All right. All right, here's one that makes more sense. And I think a lot of these do make sense. So we're going to go through. Uh, yeah. Maybe a few don't. But Jacksonville on the road opening up against the Colts. Jacksonville five-point favorites here against Indianapolis. What do you think about this one? Again, it's how much do you value the Jags? Do you think they're going to be as good as they finished the season last year? Now, keep in mind, they're going to have a tougher schedule this year. Now, this isn't one of them, but it's a conference game, you know, so it's a rivalry. Um, Indy could jump up and bite them week one. You just don't know. So they go in there and turn it over a couple times and get behind. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jaguars because I think they're better than I don't. I'm not high on Indianapolis at all. So I'm going to go with the Jaguars to cover. Colts plus five for me. <laughs> I want the points. I, I think Jacksonville wins. I'm not a total believer in them, though. Give me the Colts plus the five. I, I'm going to go with the with the, with the underdog here as well. Um, I don't know. I'll, we'll see. Uh, Kevin says he thinks the Jags are going to be a top three AFC team. I'm not. I'm just not a believer yet. Not a believer yet. Not, we'll see. Not give, yet. Give me the Colts plus the five. Buccaneers and the Vikings. The Vikings minus five and a half here at home. A lot of points for the Vikings, but this is a pretty bad Tampa team. What do you think about this one? Yeah, you know, and I'm a Baker guy all the way. <laughs> if he's your starting quarterback, you're in trouble. That's not good. So I think Minnesota covers. I, I'm I'm looking for a disaster out of Tampa Bay this year. I hope I'm. I hope I'm really wrong, but yeah. I'm going the Vikings minus five and a half. Yeah, give me the Vikings minus the five and a half there as By the well. Way, I, got a Baker, I got a Baker story for you. Okay. Real quick, it's not about Baker, but we had a yard sale last Saturday, and uh, my grandson had a Baker Mayfield Cleveland Browns jersey. Okay. And anyway – this little boy came up and he came, he, he came out of the car and I'm just kind of standing there and he sprinted to that Jersey. I mean, yeah. he went to that Jersey just fast. He go and he turned to his mom and he said, mom, I got to have this. I've got to have this. Of course, I'm listening to the whole thing. I'm not saying anything to him. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, how much is it? And he goes, no, it's $10. And she goes, no, no, $10. He goes, mom, I have $6 and 75 cents of my own money. So she goes, well, if you want to spend your money, I do. So he goes running up to Sandy and he pays her the six. Because I, I told Sandy, I said, let him have it for six seventy five. So anyway, he walks by me and he goes, I said, so, you know, you fan, love him. 
I yeah. love the Sooners. <laughs> he, said, he wasn't old enough to really remember Baker very well, oh. but he started going on Jalen Hurts, yeah. Kyler Murray, all the guys. It was really cool to see him get that Mayfield jersey. He thought he was really he put he even put it on that day. It was really cool. That's one of the few people that want a Cleveland Browns <laughs> yeah. Baker Mayfield jersey right now, and, and he ran right to it. I mean, it was amazing. It was funny. <laughs> Pedlo says, "Good kid." I know that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool story. Well, hopefully he's happy, but I don't think he will be. I don't on, either uh, on Sunday. So, nope. all right, let's move on. Titans and the Saints here. New Orleans three point favorites here against the Titans. What do you think of this one? I don't know. This is a, a weird one. I think I was zero and sixteen with New Orleans last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a team I can't figure out ever. They should win, uh, but I'm going to take the Titans in an upset over the Saints. Yeah, I I kind of lean that way too. I, I'll take Titans plus the three here and see what happens. I I'm not a believer in the Saints just yet either. Uh, 49ers going on the road, two and a half point favorites going all the way to Pittsburgh. Take on a Steelers team. They look good in the preseason. I don't normally care about preseason though. Mm-hmm. It's real time football now. I I mean mm-hmm. the roster says take the 49ers, but this point spread is interesting. It's very interesting. I've got three possible upsets that I like. This is one of them. Me too. I am just, I've got to see more of Brock Purdy. Uh, I like him a heck of a lot more than you do. Yep. But, I, and I do think he's he's fine. And the 49ers roster is really good. This could be ambush city though going in. I'd hate to have to go into Pittsburgh in the opening game. I just would. So I am going Pittsburgh in an upset. To me, this line is just like the Cincinnati and Cleveland line. It it it, it feels like San Francisco should be more. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is going to get, like Kevin said, all the public money's on them. Then that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Give me the Steelers. I like the Steelers plus the two and a half here. Give me. The give me I agree with you totally. The only difference is Cincinnati's got Joe Burrow and the Niners have Brock Purdy. Well, and it's the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers and not the Cleveland Browns. I mean, let's. Well, I don't know. Either. That could be argued. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a great argument, honestly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, look, it, it's these games. Uh, when you see lines, it's like that's a weird line. It's that a weird is. line for a reason. So just yeah. be careful on that one. Yeah. All right, Cardinals going on the road to take on the Commanders. Commanders a seven point favorite. I bet they're not favored by more than seven again. Uh, <laughs> Cardinals are just. It's going to be a disaster. What do you think about this one? They're a train wreck uh, for sure. Yeah. Seven points over under 38. I don't know if the Cardinals will score more than 10. What do you think? <laughs> Their offense is not very good. Uh, yeah, I, I think the commanders, they should cover this, but they what a, it's just a horrible game. I mean, there's it just is. no reason to really take much of an interest in it. Um, I agree. But they should cover the spread. Yeah, I, I, I think they should. I think Arizona might be all time bad. Seriously. I, I think this could be the one of the worst teams ever. So we'll see though. Maybe not. Maybe they'll surprise me. All right. Uh speaking of really bad teams, the Texans have been bad for a while. Can they dig out of the hole? Well, they're bad, uh, bad game to start with. They go to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Revamped offense in Baltimore. Will it work? Will it won't or will it not? Who knows? Ten points is a lot in the NFL. What do you think about this one? Uh, Ravens favorite by ten. It is a lot. I believe that's the widest uh, point spread on yep. the docket for this week. And I think it should probably be there because the Texans aren't very good. Uh, 
I think the Ravens should cover, but again, you got to watch those double-digit point spreads in the NFL. I'm going to stay away with it, away from it, but I do think Baltimore should cover it. I'm kind of the same way. I'm not going to bet that game, but it it does feel like they probably should. I You just never know. Ten points is a lot. I think the Texans are mildly better. I don't think they're they're good by any means, but I don't think they're going to be quite as bad. I think they'll fight it a little bit. I, I would be shocked if this is just from from the from the opening kick to the sure. end just a blowout. Uh, but like I said, Baltimore probably should cover. There's better games to play than this yep. one, though, uh, for sure. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Packers, Bears. The Bears are a one-point favor here at home against the Packers. You don't see that very often no. for the Bears here lately. What do you think? Are you a believer that the Packers are kind of done and the Bears are the up-and-comer? What do you think about this game? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing you said there. I wonder when the last time the Bears have been favored over the Packers. It's been a long, long time probably. Uh, no, I don't believe in either one of them. I do think Green Bay is going to go down. I mean, they only won like eight last year, and, and they're – they can't possibly be as good, I don't think, unless Rodgers was a total distraction. But I don't think that was the case either. Uh, but the Bears, what they went three last year or four? Yeah, they were not, not very many. Mm-hmm. Uh, depends on how you feel about Justin Fields. You know, is he is he going to finally break out and do what he's capable of? I'm going to go with the Bears because I think they're going to win, and it's only one point. So go Bears. I don't know what to do on this one. This is kind of a stay away game for me. I don't really believe in Jordan Love for the Packers, but it's also hard to bet the Bears against the Packers anytime. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this one. I if you forced me, I'd pick the Bears, but I I just can't hit that sin button on that bet, right? To bet the Bears yeah. <laughs> against the Packers. We'll see. I I like Justin Fields. I don't know if he's great, but I think he's a competitor at least. So I don't know. Maybe the Bears have a little bit better of a season, but I I, I don't know. We'll see. I, this game's a real toss-up for me. I, I don't have a good read on it. Um, let's go to another one. I, I think this is really interesting this year mm-hmm. in Denver. Denver opens up at home against the Raiders. Raiders don't look to be too good this year. Denver's minus three and a half. So three and a half point favorite for the Broncos. All right, Sean Payton era starts on Saturday or Sunday, Papa dude. What do you think about this one? Well, I guess uh, suddenly the, the Broncos are really good because of Sean Payton because they haven't really done anything else. Right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of look at this line and you go, boy, I'm not sure they should be three and a half point favorites against anybody just yet. Yeah. They got to prove it. Yeah. I think they're going to be better. I sure. do think in the NFL, a proven head coach makes a huge difference in the locker room. I think he commands instant respect, and that's the key to coaching in the pros. They should beat the Raiders by three and a half. They should. So I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm going to go ahead and take them. They should win this game by three and a half. The hook scares me. The three and a half scares me. If it's mm-hmm. three, I think you're safe. I could see a 24-21 type of game here, though. I, I took Denver as well, reluctantly. I took different Denver. I, I think the biggest thing is I, I am not a fan of this Raiders team at all. Right. So I, I think because of that, I think it, it, you can feel a little better about taking them. So well, I'll say this too. If they are better, like people think they're going to be, they should cover this pretty easy. 
if if they lose this game, you know, it's the NFL, so any win is a good win. So I won't sure. be coming on here saying, oh, they're not. Oh, if absolutely they, not. No. If they lose, that's not a great sign for no, sure. It's not. This, this is not a game they should be losing. All right, let's move on. Last year's darlings, the Philadelphia Eagles burst onto the scene. They've got a, another great team on paper coming into this season. They're going to go on the road to take on a Patriots team who doesn't look that great to me on paper, but they usually uh, overachieve a bit. Four-point favorites on the road here are Philadelphia. What do you think about this game? This is an interesting one to me. It's really interesting. A Super Bowl runner-up. Mm-hmm. It's to go to New England to start mm-hmm. the season. It's kind of a tough test. Um, I think the Eagles are going to win it. I'm going to take New England, though, plus four. I'm taking Philadelphia. I, I, I just, when you look at the rosters on both teams, it's just hard for me to, to support New England against a team like Philadelphia. I wouldn't be shocked if you're right. I wouldn't be shocked if New England won, but I just think Philadelphia, they're a better team. They've they got are. a little bit more explosive offense, obviously. I think they're going to be able to get the job done. So give me the Eagles in this one. All right, here's our favorite team that we talk about. <laughs> the Chargers. Yes, all right. The Chargers are back on the show. Three-point favorites at home against the Dolphins. Interesting team, this Dolphins bunch. Can Tua stay healthy? Will Tua progress second year um, under the new coach? I, a lot of question marks. This seems like a real toss-up game to mm-hmm. me. What about you? Yes, definitely. Sneaky good game, you know? Yeah. Two, two pretty good teams that just can't seem to get over the hump yep. and be really good. You know, yep. the roster for the Chargers, there's no excuse for them to be what they are. You're in and you're out. And the Dolphins have gotten so much better in the last couple of years. The key with the Dolphins is, too, like, can he stay healthy? I'm going to go with the Chargers at home, uh, but I would be very hesitant to bet any money on them. I think they're better than Miami. I think the Chargers are really good. I just don't know where they can put it all together. Dolphins. Dolphins plus the three <laughs> for me. Give me Miami. Give me the plus three for Miami. I think they get it done. I got I to gotta go Dolphins. All right, let's keep it going here. Rams in Seattle. Seattle five-and-a-half point favorite here. Well, the Rams kind of bounce back. That's the big question yep. here. Um, you know, Seattle being a five-and-a-half point favorite, that's a lot of points for Seattle. They are yep. at home. What do you think? I got the Rams plus five-and-a-half. I, 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 I think the Rams will play well. Um, and will Geno Smith play as well as he did last year? That's a big know. key. So I'm going to go the Rams plus five and a half. Seattle may win, but I think the Rams play this one a lot. Five and a half is quite a few points. It's a t- it's too many points for me as well. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Seattle covers it, but I think the Rams are the play here. I, I like them at plus five and a half. I think it's a divisional game. I think they'll go up there and play them close, if not win. So um, I like the Rams here with this plus five and a half. And again, Seahawks may win, but that's a lot of points in a divisional game. And you hit it on the head. I mean, with Geno Smith, a magical year is how yeah. I would describe it last year. He was fantastic. Was it a one hit wonder? Can he do it again? This will be the first kind of step towards finding out. I just think five and a half is a little too much. All right. Cowboys and the Giants. That's going to be our Sunday night game in New York. Dallas is a three and a half point favorite here in New York. All right. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Where are you going? Upset special. Give me the I game. agree. And I hate <laughs> the Giants, but I agree. I, no, let me back up. I don't hate the Giants. I don't. Lo- I don't love the Giants roster. I should say yeah. plus. I like them plus three and a half. Go ahead. 
No, I, I, I just think it's an upset special. I, I Sunday night in New York. Yep. Uh, Dallas, I don't think is as good as they were last year. I, I just don't. I don't know about Prescott. You know, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I just like the Giants to pull off a surprise in this one. I think the Giants are a little better than people think. I don't think they're great, but I think you're going to be ready. I don't think the Cowboys play very well. Give me the Giants. Yeah, and I, let me clarify once again. I don't hate the Giants. I hate the you roster. You don't like the roster. <laughs> I do not. I don't think the Giants are very good. Uh, I, I thought the coaching job in, in New York was incredible last year. I just don't know how long you can survive on just that. I I still don't like this roster. I know they're, they're, they are better, but I don't like Dallas's roster mm-hmm. either. So mm-hmm. I, I think the Giants plus three and a half is the play here. If they get beat, I think it'll still be close. So I, I do like the Giants plus three and a half in this game. All right, final one. The Bills on the road, two and a half point favorites at the Jets. Big first game for the Jets, Monday night football. How competitive are they going to be? Papa Dude, what do you think about this one? Well, you know what I think about this one. Uh, yeah, The Jets get a 40-year-old quarterback and suddenly they're they're the bomb man they're just gonna be great you know and uh, this guy won eight games last year in green bay and they that division is not quite as tough as the one he's in now with miami new england and buffalo uh they might ride the wave a little bit monday night for a while buffalo's too good i got buffalo to cover i like buffalo to cover as well uh, Kevin says Buffalo money line heavy, too much Jets talk. Dennis says Jets have to win this game. Bills are going to win this game. Um, I'm not really sure that the Jets have to win it, but I think the no. Bills are going to win it. So I agree with half of what you said there, buddy. <laughs> I, I I agree. I, I just think a lot of hype. We'll see what happens. I'm not a huge Bills fan. No, you're not. But they had some injuries last year on defense that really hurt them late, and and people didn't adjust, and the lines didn't adjust. They got them back. They're going to be better, uh, I think. And if you look at the Bills from the first eight games of the season, they were pretty damn good last year. Good enough yeah. to go to the to uh, New York and beat the Jets. So I, yeah, I, go ahead. I say, give me the Bills. Minus okay. Two. I think what Dennis meant by that is, if the Jets are what they claim to be, they need to win this game. Fair. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Super Bowl contender, you got to win your home games. You have to beat the good teams at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Let's move on and let's go to college. I can get that off there. All right. It's now college football time. We'll go through the top 25 here. Uh, and yeah, Dennis clarifies that is what he meant. Okay, let's go to the top 25 here. SMU Oklahoma's where we'll start. Uh, Oklahoma coming off a big win 73 nothing over Arkansas State. They look good, and then uh, SMU coming off a nice win as well. They look good in their opener. Uh, much better team coming into Norman, Oklahoma 15 and a half point favorites. What do you think? Well, I just saw the temperature up there in the corner, 98 degrees. Wow, that really <laughs> sounds great, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, we've been to those 5 o'clock games when it's 98 degrees. feels yeah. like it's 150. Um, I think the point spread is – okay, let me back up. If OU is as good as they looked last week, but you can't really tell because Arkansas State is down. And OU played really, really well. If they're as good, though, as they looked, 
I think the point spread's about right. I think they cover that fairly easy, but we don't know yet. Um, so many things looked good for them last week offensively. They were just crisp as they could. It was like they were in midseason form. Mm-hmm. As you pointed out, we were texting back and forth. They were just so crisp. They were just everything was perfect. The throws were perfect. The timing was perfect. Everything was. It could be the opponent also that they're playing against, but they just look so much better. Everything last year on offense was shaky. Well, to jump in, if you mm-hmm. go back and, and look at the stats or even watch the games from their from their weaker opponents to start last year, they they weren't good even no. on offense. They weren't. And this was a good this was a normal OU offense. Yeah. So anyway, it was. they scored on eleven their first eleven possessions. I don't care who you're playing. That's pretty impressive. So offensively, they look very good. We don't know about their defense yet because Arkansas State didn't present much uh, opposition on offense. So we don't know. We know SMU will be pretty good offensively. They have some players. I've heard them talking this week uh, on OU Radio where you know they're, they're uh, experienced. They have a lot of seniors. So they're going to come up and play well. But I think OU covers this. And uh, – this will be a major step. We'll we'll, we'll see. Just uh, we'll, we'll we'll learn a little bit more about them this week. Even though SMU is not going to win any national titles, SMU is a team that can beat you if you play bad. If you play Oklahoma. bad, yeah, and you're not very good. <laughs> if you look at the Oklahoma team from last year; they could lose to SMU. Yes. Um, th- this this is a huge game for the defense, in my opinion. Yep. This what SMU will do is is give the defense its first test, and that, certainly not its biggest test. But it will be they're tough. They've got a good quarterback. They've got a very good offensive skill set uh, players. They're tough on offense, and mm-hmm. I think OU their defense will get tested in this game a, a bit. So they're they're a good team on offense. Defensively, Oklahoma should, uh, or excuse me, uh, defensively SMU not good. Oklahoma should be able to put up the points. The thing I really loved about OU last uh, last week is I don't care about the score. I don't care about the opponent. I watched enough of Oklahoma to look at them and know if they've got the athletes that it's going to take when they get into the bigger games. Last year, I knew after two games, they didn't have it. This year, when I looked at their offense, I looked at how athletic they were. And I'm not talking about even speed so much because they should be running away from those guys. But just in the you look at those guys in uniform and you're like, yeah, they've got players again offensively mm-hmm. and they've got multiple players. It's not just one guy, right? I mean, they looked good on offense defensively. I ain't buying it. they look like the same yeah. to me. So I'm not buying it defensively yet. I think this will be a game that knocks people like Pedlo, who looks like he thinks we're going to win the national championship based on comments. It'll knock you down a pedestal because I think you're looking at like a 48 to 31 type of game, honestly. Yeah. And if it's that, we ain't good enough. I'm going to tell you right now what this is going to be about this year. It's going to be about the offense. This is good. This is a Lincoln Riley type. Well, it looks like it so far. And if it's not, and this defense is good, I think we will win the big 12. Well, yeah. But if the defense is what I think it is, which is better than last year, 
but still not good. I think yeah. this is going to end up being a team that can go nine and three or 10 and two if it breaks right for them. Yeah. We're not going to know anything about the defense until we come up against a quarterback that can throw the ball. And this kid can throw it. He can throw it. And he has weapons. And he does. And so this is a test, and this is what we're going to see. If they beat SMU 48-10 to 10 this weekend, and it's not because SMU turns it over four times. It's because, yeah. oh, you held them like 250 yards. I think Oklahoma is serious, but I don't think it's going to happen. If they can get some pressure on the quarterback, they yeah. got receivers covered, that kind of stuff. They don't bust plays, you know, which we saw all the time last year. So we'll see. And that's that's why this game is interesting uh, yep. for us. It is a game we can lose, but I'm going to tell you, if it's close, we're not very good. Or we're not there yet. Let me just say that. I, I just watched that last week and felt so much better about the remaining games of the season knowing – we can go in and score points on people, and yeah. we're not going to get embarrassed, and we're going to be able to beat the bad teams because we can score yeah. this year. Um, but again, defensively, I ain't buying it. No. Well, and I'm going to say this too: SMU's top fifty team. I think you're stretching if you say top forty. Yeah, I mean, look, they're better than Arkansas State. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're probably better than like an Iowa State, uh, a West Virginia. Yeah. Um, you know, that, but those were teams that you lost to last year. That's true. Texas Tech. I mean, yeah, they lost to those type of teams. So that's why I say this is SMU is just a, they're solid. Like they're probably like an eight and four team in their conference. Absolutely. Seven and five. That's a team OU lost to, could have lost to last, that's year, right. last year. So, I mean, I, to me, it's not just a hey, we're going to roll the ball out and kill them. Let's go prove that we oh, can. Oh, there's no doubt. So that's and I hopefully they do. And listen, I hope we shut them down. I just I don't I don't see it. But we're going to find out. I was I, I the good news was I was a thousand percent more encouraged this year watching that team than last year early in the season. So yep. we'll see what happens. All right, Georgia and Ball State. What do you think? Are you excited about this one? Forty-two point favorite for Georgia. Is this uh, is the Go ahead. No, let's it. go to the next one. Okay. Well, Ohio State and Youngstown, there's no line. Let's talk about Ohio State. They did not look very good. The quarterbacks struggled like we speculated they might. Any thought on Ohio State? They got a long way to go. Uh, they weren't they very were. good at quarterback. Mm -hmm. And listen, Indiana was inept on offense. They couldn't do anything. If they could have moved the ball any at all, they could have won that game. Yeah. But they, they they were so bad they couldn't do anything. I don't know. Maybe Ohio State's defense is better. I don't think so though. So you know, they got this game to kind of straighten themselves out a little bit. They got Notre Dame coming up pretty quick, so they got to get better in a hurry. They better get better in a hurry, like you just said. And I don't think quarterback issues get straightened out. That's not that's the worry. They got to find one. They did yeah. not have one in the first game. No. Um, it was the first game though, so we'll see. Yeah, that's true. Penn State, Delaware, not a lot to talk about here. Penn State nope. took care of business. I thought they looked pretty solid. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Nittany Lions week one? Yeah, I thought they did too. Did what yep. they had to do, beat West Virginia pretty convincingly. And then they get an exhibition game type this week. Yep. And then they'll head into the tougher schedule coming up. 
Yep. I thought it was a good start for Penn State yep. for sure. Notre Dame, they get, uh, I would say it's their first test-ish. Uh, they're going to play North Carolina State on the road here. North Carolina State, not quite as good, I don't think, at least, that they've been. Seven and a half point favorite for the Fighting Irish. This is one we could talk about here. Sure. What do you think about this one? Sneaky, tough game here. You know, it's a sneaky game. North Carolina State can play with you. Uh, struggled a little bit last week, so you're right. They're probably down some. They also lost a quarterback that had been there a long time. Yep. So it takes them a while to kind of find another one. Uh, so I think for that reason, uh, the line is pretty good for Notre Dame because they've got a quarterback that's played in Raleigh before because <laughs> he's from, he was at Wake Forest all those years, so he's yep. familiar with NC State and everything they do. I like the I like the uh, Fighting Irish a lot, so I think they're going to cover the seven and a half. Yeah, Kevin B. pointing out that North North Carolina State did struggle with UConn. Uh, I I actually tuned into a bit of that game uh, late, just because I think it was right around the uh, point spread, just seeing who covered, who didn't, and uh, yeah, they didn't look good. I I I don't want to like get too high on Notre Dame. I'm trying to pause, uh, for lack of a better word, because. I just feel like with Sam Hartman, this should be a top five team. And oh, I do too. And I just am so scared to say that. And then they let us down. Yeah. Um, When's know. the last time they had a quarterback like this guy? They haven't. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I just think, I don't know. Notre Dame minus seven and a half for me as well. I, I'll take them. Here. I think they cover. Yeah. They look pretty darn good. Uh, a team that I didn't think looked that good, but still won easily was Utah. They beat up on Florida, by the way, Florida looked bad mm-hmm. uh but utah won game one now they go on the road to take on baylor by the way baylor lost to texas state that's right they lost to texas state last week 42 to 31 utah minus eight this is a weird line you'd think it'd be a little more what do you think about this is rising gonna play i don't think you could count on seeing him this okay week. so i think that's why that line's where it's yeah. at yeah um Remember, he didn't play last week, and defensively, Florida wasn't awful, but he did not play last week. Offensively, Florida was awful. Yeah. So that makes a big difference when you lose a guy like that. Uh, in Before the season started, I thought this was a game Utah could lose because Baylor's tough to beat in Waco, but to give up 42 points to Texas State, which is what Baylor did, there's some glaring problems there. Um, I think the Bears will come out and play much, much better in in this game. But I don't know if it makes any difference. I'm going to go – I think I'm going to stay away from it because of the quarterback probably not going to play for Utah. Yeah. But if they're number 12 in the country, they should cover the eight points. I think they'll cover it. I, I, I do. I Baylor has to be worse than Florida, right? I mean, well, they have to be. Yeah. I think Utah will play sluggish and win late. I, I'd say, I think they're going to win by like 14. Give me, give yeah. me Utah in that one. Uh, all right. K state a team that I'll, admittedly, I did not watch a second of Kansas state. I don't think you could find that anywhere that you can no. watch it, but they, they do win their opening game. They're kind of like OU. They got a better team coming here. Now they got Troy uh, KSU 16 and a half point favorite here. Uh, this is maybe a little tricky. The line, I'm saying. What do you think about this game? Absolutely. Yeah. Troy is pretty good. 
I, yeah, I kind of lean Troy plus the points. Here. I do too. This is kind of a game sometimes the Wildcats aren't quite ready for. Yeah. You know, that opponent kind of slips up on them a little bit. Uh, we've seen this over the years in Manhattan. They've won, but it's close. Um, you know, Troy is traditionally pretty good, but they don't they don't command your attention too much, especially when you're highly ranked. So I, I'm with you. I'm going to go Troy plus 16 and a half, but I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, I, I think Troy plus 16 and a half as well. I mean, you kind of look at the history of K-State. Like, like you said, these games sometimes can get close there in Manhattan. And the, I think my theory on that, they are Kansas State, even when Kansas State, like in the 90s when they yeah. were really good, they never were just like overwhelming from a talent perspective. Right. Like really well coached, played really solid football. But sometimes, you know, if you're not overly talented and you kind of show up and you sleepwalk a little bit, that's where you get yourself in some trouble. And yep. I think Troy could give them a little bit of a problem. So, yeah, I'm going to take Troy plus 16 and a half. All right, everybody's darlings. Here we go. Colorado, they go to TCU and they win 45-42. All of a sudden, Colorado's ranked. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, they're three-point favorites at home against Nebraska, who lost 13-10 to to Minnesota. And at typical Nebraska game where they look like they were going to win the whole game and they lost. What do you think about this? This is a weird one. What do you think about this one? Shouldn't they be favored by more than that? You would think this is a, this is a fishy line in my opinion, by the way, look at the ticket price, $269, the cheapest ticket price oh to get in to watch God. this game. I don't believe that for a second. Well, I really don't. I don't. Anyway, I've got well, friends in Colorado. They said it's a really, really tough ticket. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. Of course, Nebraska travels too, and they bought a bunch of tickets, I imagine. Yeah. When these two teams were in the Big 12, this was a huge rivalry. Yeah. And, uh, uh, okay. The voters obviously love Colorado. Mm -hmm. They moved them from number 112 yeah, to right. 22. How about that? You jump up. I don't know if they're 112. Well, they were, if, if you huh? ranked 100 schools, they would have been in the bottom half of that for sure well they would have been 80 or even probably. 90 probably yes yeah. so we win a game and we jump all the way to the top 25 how many teams do that not very many <laughs> hardly any no so obviously you know it's uh neon dion is doing exactly what colorado hoped he would do create interest yep now the nebraska team i saw the other and i watched quite a bit of that their office is absolutely pathetic. And how good is their defense? Well, that, I don't know because Minnesota was awful. Sure, so. they held them, but my God, Minnesota looked awful. Minnesota couldn't to... throw the ball to save anything. No. You would think this Colorado quarterback, <laughs> Neon's, uh, Dion's uh, son, is going to be able to go up and down the field on him. You would think, or he's going to have success against Nebraska. Yeah. Which Colorado's defense wasn't very good last week either. I'm looking at that over under. What do you think? 59 and a half? It's a lot. I would go under on that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to just put it out here right now. It would not surprise me if Nebraska beat them. It would not surprise me. It wouldn't. Um, it's It's the biggest, like, like, like this is the smelliest line in the history of sports. It is because you got to ask yourself, what would the line have been if Colorado had played fairly well 
and say they lost 27 to 17, would they have been favored then by three over Nebraska? I don't, I don't think so. I think Nebraska's name still carries a little bit of weight. Um, I don't know where to go with it, except I'm going to go the under 59 and a half. Yeah, I think that's a good good thing to play. Play the under. I, it's just hard to believe that they're going to get over that total. Um, I had a friend. He texted me. He said that one of the biggest bets of my life is going to be Nebraska. And I was like, "What? Why?" And he's like, "Oh, they'll you know they'll be probably seven point underdogs, and they shouldn't be." And then the line came out, and they were three and a half. And he's like, "What the hell?" So, <laughs> so everybody's really confused by the line. Mm-hmm. Vegas is telling you they don't believe in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know what to do with it. I, I I lean Colorado minus the three because here's the deal. I do think Colorado vastly overrated. They're getting oh, yeah. a Nebraska team that's a, that they they're a disaster. They are. I mean, they're not any better. They might be worse than what we saw <laughs> last year. They have no quarterback. Nebraska doesn't. No. And no. so they they had somewhat semblance of an offense last year. They could score a little bit. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, but okay, let's put it this way. Don't you think the offense of Nebraska last year could have beat Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. So they don't have that going for them. I don't know if Colorado's as good as they played last week. I don't know. Um, I think Vegas knows more than the voters who vote for these top 25s. I'll say that. Well, that's that's what concerns me a bit, right? Yeah. Because it's like, God, shouldn't they be like seven-point favorites in this game after that? I mean. I would think, yes. Yeah. I don't know. This I, I, I would not be surprised if Nebraska wins. I wouldn't. Now, I'll tell you what, though. If Colorado comes out and pastes them, you know, beats them like 42 to 14, then we're going to have to start looking at them a little bit, I think. even I know, even though it's Nebraska, but still, you would not have said that before the season that Colorado would beat Nebraska 42 to 14. That's I just that's what I'm saying. Maybe I would have. I, I mean. No, I you wouldn't have. No way. I just can't get over what I saw. If Colorado had went down and lost, well, yeah, like fair. we thought they were going to, fair. That, no, that's twenty. Yeah. You'd be picking. You might be picking Nebraska to win I, this game. I wouldn't be picking them, but you're right. I wouldn't. I would say it's going to be a close game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is a weird one. I'm going to. It's t- an like interesting that. game. That's for it, sure. It is a very interesting game that I didn't think would be. I, yeah. That that. Yeah, so much. All right, let's move on. We're we're both taking Colorado, I guess, right? Shake, shake it, shaking. I'm shakily taking them. Yes. <laughs> all right. Speaking of uh, top twenty-five and craziness and and proof that all that matters in college football is your name, Clemson, after getting beat twenty-eight to seven to Duke and looking, I mean, just horrible, they're still ranked somehow. They're number yeah. twenty-five. They play Charleston Southern. Is this a thing? Like, was it all the assistants? And now that they're gone, is this a is this falling apart at Clemson? That was awful. This first game. Well, don't forget they fumbled on the one yard line twice. Right. So you score there, and things are different. Duke's better than people think. You know, I was impressed with Duke's speed. They they're they're on offense. They're they're fast. Well, Either that or Clemson's slow. 
I we don't talked know. about the line, if you remember on the last show, and we we're both like, ooh, that's a fishy line. I'm not touching this game yeah. because it wasn't the spread wasn't what you thought it would be. But in, no. and I think that is because Duke is is not bad. Okay, go ahead. I thought I think Duke's quarterback is good. And people don't realize they won nine games last year and they've got everybody back. And it's just hard for us to stomach that Duke has the athletes Clemson should have. And even though they should have scored a couple more times, Clemson. They never did look like they were any. They were better than Duke. They never looked like that ever. So, uh, is Dabo done? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I, I. You know, when he first got the job, I thought he was kind of a clown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what? <clears throat> Two years he had him in the national title game. Yeah. He's beat Saban a couple times. I find it hard to believe he doesn't know what he's doing if he's won a couple national championships. I'm not ready to say it's just because of his assistance. Okay. I Go ahead. No, keep going. Keep going. They don't have a quarterback. Now, I know what the next thing's going to be. Well, yeah, but look how good the other kid played the other night. Well, he looked pretty good, but it was San Jose State. Come on. Let's wait a little while. That's why you see how he plays against Washington. I'll jump in on that for a second. He did look better than he ever looked at at any point. But go ahead. Keep going. I agree. Mm -hmm. But, okay, how much – I mean, I just – I'm not going to sit here and blame Dabo for him Mm -hmm. because you got to blame the offensive coordinator, don't you? Mm -hmm. And he's the one supposed to – to develop quarterbacks. Yep. So, and by the way, the guy that was the offensive coordinator for Trevor Lawrence and, and is Tony Elliott, who's now the coach at Virginia, and they are awful. Right. So I don't know where where to go with this. Uh, On the, and the old defensive coordinator is seven and seven as a head coach. Just that's right. That's why I just want to throw that one out there. That's <laughs> absolutely right. And by the way, their defense is not is not as good no. as it has been. It's it's this guys. It's as simple as this, and it's a it's just, this is what coaching is all about. He doesn't have the players. And I've it's got just, the answer. I've got the answer for you guys. And and Kevin, it's a transfer portal. It's Kevin the way he's it. approaching that Listen, right i'm going to tell you guys exactly what the problem is because no, problem. Really i'm going to tell you exact i mean if you never listened to me in however many years i've done this <laughs> listen to me now because i've seen it i've seen it with our head coach brent venables talked about Dabo sweeney how he built a, how he builds a program how Hey, if, if, if a kid verbal commits to us and then he goes and takes a visit somewhere else, he's no longer a commit to us. You know, we're, we're not going, we yeah. don't want people in the transfer portal. If they're leaving their school, we don't want them. Why do we want them yeah. our school? Old school stuff, stuff that worked when there wasn't a transfer portal, stuff that worked when kids weren't getting yeah. paid, stuff that worked in the old school. Brent Venables had that same approach and we were garbage on they, mm-hmm. that was a garbage football team last year. They were garbage at Oklahoma. One of the worst Oklahoma teams ever last year. Why? Because they lost a ton of kids in the transfer portal and he didn't go out and get other kids to come in like all the other first year coaches did around him, like TCU who went to the national championship, right? Right. Brent Venables adapted. If you look at the Venables defense this year, 
they're all new guys from other schools. Why? Because he realized, oh, shit, I can't. That isn't going to work. Whether Venables works at OU or not, I will. And I said it before the year started. I will give him credit. He quickly saw, oh, I can't do that shit. We got to go get players. Right. Dabo Sweeney is not doing that. That's right. If he doesn't adapt, forget about it. It's over. You're not, you're not, if that is your attitude, you are not going to survive in what is happening right now in front of you. Arkansas State, uh, that, that was, you know, uh, that was Butch Jones. That's his theory. We're going to build it through the high school ranks. He ain't had a winning season yet. This is year three. They're not going to have a winning season this year either. You can't do that anymore. Not anymore. You can't. And when there's guys out there that can help you, you got to go get them and you got to go get them with the, with the realization is they may leave you, but you know what? You got to go get them for that year that you can get them. Yep. And it's, it's that simple. And I'm not saying I like it. I'm saying if you're going to survive as a head coach, that's what it's about. You cannot not use that resources or the resources that are right there in front of you. Yeah. It used to be when you go out and get those blue chippers. Those five-star guys, you knew you had them for three years. It, that's just not it. And anymore. it's not it anymore. Oh. If they come in that first year and they're not quite as good as the hype was and they don't get to play much. They're out. They're gone somewhere else. Yep. And that's the reality of it all. And Venables has adapted. Yep. Dabo probably will adapt. Uh, he's stubborn. And, and he's one of those guys that thinks you need to be there, become a part of the program, buy in and all that stuff, which you do, even if you're only going to be there for a year. It's just, that's not you, a thing anymore. It, no, no. But you got to at least do what you're told. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's just a different world. And it's going to be that way every year. Mm-hmm. Every year you're going to see new guys. And your roster is going to turn over mm-hmm. every year because these kids are not going to sit and develop anymore. They're no. going to move on where they can play uh, instantly. So your big-time programs like Alabama, Georgia, those people are going to have defections. Mm-hmm. And then you watch these other teams are going to grab those guys and they're going to get better because of it. And that's the thing that's going to happen. And he has not adapted to that. That and they just they just don't have the animals they used to have. They just yeah. and Kevin's talking about just examples, you know, the kid from uh look at FCU getting a kid from Michigan State. He's a monster, a game changer. Mm-hmm. The best player on Oklahoma's offense from a receiver standpoint was a transfer this year from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um Oklahoma's entire defensive line were transfers yep. from other schools. Uh, the front seven at OU minus two linebackers were transfers. Like mm-hmm. when you are not great at a position, you've got to use it, you know? And, yep. and listen, if you're Georgia, if you're the, the, the absolute top echelon that's just churning out players year after year, maybe you don't need it quite as much, but the reality is that's just not the case for almost every other program, but, but say two or three. Yeah. It's not. I mean, obviously, the bigger programs are going to get better kids out of out of high school for sure. And you might you're going to keep some, and they're, they're going to develop, and they're going to be fine. But there's just so many holes that you got to plug, and there's guys out there you got to get them. I mean, you just have to get them. It's that simple. 
You do, and you still do have to recruit the high school kids. You absolutely, have to yes, do it. absolutely, yes. And you have to hope you get some blue chippers along the way that's going to stick it out with you, and it's going to be as good as you thought they were. Absolutely, were it's still recruiting is still huge, but yes, it, you got you've got to use the you've got to come up with the times. And yeah. look, I don't know why the quarterback play has been so bad at Clemson um, with guys who are highly touted. I, I don't have the answer to that. It could mm-hmm. be. Coaching could be this, that. I don't know. But let's keep in mind, he got the number one offensive coordinator, uh, according to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. as the new offensive coordinator at Clemson. He got uh, Riley, Lincoln Riley's brother. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst. You could argue they were worse than they were last year. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's you've got to have the players – I think what most programs are trying to do, the base of their program are your high school recruits. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the season, you evaluate what left and you go get transfer portal. You go to the transfer portal and get guys that can plug into those positions that you got weak at or you yep. lost depth at. And I think that's what you have to do. Yep. And you hope that you have to hope they're happy when they get there and they'll do what you want them to do. And, I mean, you just have to take that chance. I mean, you, yeah. you do your best to see, okay, what is this kid like? Like, and I get like, you're going to pass on a few. Cause like this kid's just an idiot. I'm the, yeah, I don't want well, him, definitely. but there's a lot of guys out there that that's just not the case. Well, like, you know, like a, a Sam case Hartman. In point, a case in point, Aaron. And this was before the transfer portal. Uh, when in effect, they had a rule. If you graduated, you could transfer and play immediately. Yeah. Oklahoma gets Jalen hurts. Mm-hmm. Look what happens. So, you know, Jalen came right in, fit right in. You know, he did exactly what he was told because he he is an exceptional kid. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, nobody's arguing that. Yeah, he's a great yeah. – he's just a great kid. Yeah. And he fit right in, did exactly what they wanted him to do, and look at him now. So that's what you got to do. You got to hope you can go out and get those guys yeah. to, to fill in in spots that you need. Well, to round back into this, do you think Charleston Southern pulls the upset? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Clemson gets healthy. But listen, I mean, that that's what we just talked about. That's it. And if, you, if you're if you a coach that thinks otherwise, you're done. You're going to get fired. And yep. you might anyway because, as Kevin says, it's the hardest job you could have. Oh, it's awful. It's tireless. And it still may not work out, right? I mean, like with no. Venables, it still may not work out. No, but I can whether it works out or not. I will acknowledge he realized he screwed up year one. Yeah, and- he did. And the thing is, too, I'm going to make a little bet. I bet you Clemson wins nine games. Uh, I've know. seen them look this bad before, and they come back and win nine games. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we'll well, I'll have to. I need to see more of them before I can say that. Right. That that wasn't good. They'll struggle this week. I bet you. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm. I bet you they struggle for a while, and then they pull away in the second half. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I I, I don't think they'll struggle this week, but uh, yeah, that's just it. Like Florida State's gotten better. Um, of course Notre Dame better. So that they've got tough mm-hmm. games to go. So, yeah. all right, UNLV Michigan, uh, another uh, easy game for Michigan. We we talked about this. Michigan yeah. didn't have a hard hard game here early. Thirty seven point favors. Michigan did not cover last week. No, uh, they did, didn't. Do you think they? I mean, they looked solid. Just nothing solid. Special. But to me, um. They only scored 30, didn't they? 
Yeah, they they kind of struggled on offense at times. Yeah, and East Carolina is a terrible defensive team. I thought if they didn't cover, it'd be because the defense struggled, but it was the other way around. No, so I wasn't very impressed with their offense. So we'll see if they get a roll in this week uh, against UNLV. Do you think part of it could be Harbaugh's not there? They see these first three games on the schedule, and they're like, "This doesn't matter. We'll just show up." I mean, yeah, I think sometimes you can't fool kids when they see this non-conference schedule. They're they're not. Yeah. They're not fully engaged in what they're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. I think they'll play play well this week. I, yeah. I don't think you can really judge them on these early mm-hmm. games. They just need to win them. You know, yep. they, it's not like they were in doubt of, of winning, you know. So yep. there was a lot to like uh, there as well. All right. This is the big one. Uh, you, we talked about this last week. Tulane took care of business pretty handily. They they look good against South they Alabama. Did. Here's a big test. Old Miss comes to town. Old Miss seven and a half point favorites here at Tulane. I was shocked this was at seven and a half, Papa Dude. What do you think about this? Game? I don't think Tulane's getting much uh, credit myself. Uh, I don't either. I don't know how good Ole Miss is. Uh, it hadn't been too long ago they would be losing games like this. Yeah. I'm going Tulane. I think they're going to win it outright. I really do. I you do know too. they've been waiting all summer for this. Yep. This is a huge game for them. If they can get by this, you know, the, uh, the conference they're in is not near as tough as it has been because some of the big names are now in the Big 12. They got a shot at winning, running the table. If they can get by this game, this is going to be a huge one. Uh, uh, we'll be on the road, so we won't get to watch it, but I, I would love to see this. And I, I'm, a, I'm a Tulane fan. I love the way they play. Well, listen, I, I think, you know, to the Tulane Cotton Bowl win was a miracle last year. It was. But, but – you watch them and you go, yeah, I mean, they, they didn't look completely overmatched. Even say, say they lose the game, but they were still competitive in that mm-hmm. game. And so you look and you think, well, if they're competitive against USC, they can definitely compete and match up against Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not good enough to win. Maybe they are. But I think at plus seven and a half, you just take Tulane and yeah. and you feel good about it. And if they, if they don't cover, it's like, well, you know, I was just wrong about them. But. I couldn't play it the other way. Mississippi minus seven and a half. No, I could not do that. So. And look at that ticket price, ninety-eight bucks. I wonder when the last time a ticket, the cheapest ticket you could get at a two-lane game, is ninety-eight dollars. That's yeah, that's been a long, long time. You got to yep. think. So that that's going to be fun. Uh, that's going to be a fun game. They're going to be yep. ready for that game, like you said. Uh, all right, A and M and Miami uh, first. I don't really know what either one of these programs are. I'll say a first test for both of these programs this year. Both are one and oh, but games, you know, obviously they were going to win all along. AM minus four here on the road against Miami. I think AM's the better team. What do you think? I think they are, but they have a way of not doing it in big games. Yeah, and this is this qualifies as a pretty big it's early big season game. game. The winner of this game is going to be, you know. Highly thought of. Yep. Uh, A&M is ranked simply because they're A&M. I have no idea why they're ranked coming off a of five and seven year, and you're in the top 25. I don't quite get that. Yeah. Uh, but they are because they're always overrated. Yes. And Miami is too. Miami's usually ranked, and, and they're not. I'm going to take a flyer on the home team and mm. pick the Hurricane to upset the Aggies. Mm, all right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take A&M. I think A&M does it. It's more of, a, I, I just don't think Miami's very good. I, Miami's starting to slip to me like Nebraska where it's like, 
you're going to have to prove to me you're good before yeah. I talk about you, bet you, whatever, you know? Um, even though Nebraska did cover week one, I guess, but uh, <laughs> I go, I go a and in this one. I'm not a believer in the hurricanes. All right. Washington. They were probably one of the more impressive teams. They absolutely just annihilated Boise state week one. They get Tulsa here. Uh, the line's 34, you know, Washington could kind of have like a game where they don't play quite as well after yeah. that and not cover, but overall, let's just talk about Washington. What do you think about this team? Oh, I thought they looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they slaughtered Boise state, you know, they made them look just average and maybe they are, I don't know. That was a, a good win for them. They should slaughter Tulsa, should. but you hit the nail on the head. They may not be quite ready for them. And 34 points is a lot. So you start going in your head, okay, 48 to 14, that's 34 points. You know, that's a pretty good pasting to beat somebody like that. So I'm staying away from this one. I do think they will have no trouble beating Tulsa, but sometimes late in the game you give up a couple of scores and you don't cover. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, Dennis says he's going to take Washington minus 34. I mean, that's the side I would go. It is. It's, it is. By the way, you can get a ticket for $5 to that game. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) That's unbelievable. Number eight team in the country. Yeah. (laughs) Five dollars. Crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, listen, Washington is 34 points better for sure. Oh, I agree. So we'll just see. All right. Austin P and Tennessee. Not much to talk about here. You don't know anything about Tennessee week one. You won't know week two either. No, no. Um, North Carolina, boy, they look sharp. That was oh, a really good opening win there. They they pretty much dominated uh, a, a South Carolina team that I think, I mean, I, I thought South Carolina would beat them, um, mm-hmm. but I still think they're decent, and North Carolina made them look pretty bad. Now they got a tricky game, Appalachian State, North Carolina, 18-point favorites. Where are you going in this one? Pretty big spread. Uh, could be a little flat coming off that South Carolina. You know that was a big game for them. I was so impressed with them defensively. They they really controlled South Carolina. And as we you were, we were texting during the game, again, Rattler, just Spencer Rattler, the South Carolina quarterback, just cannot escape pressure. Mm-mm. He doesn't have that ability to it's do it. It's been his problem. Yep. It's been his problem. He just has no, I call it, escapability. Uh, he, he's just not elusive. And we saw that. The first year he was at OU, if he had time to throw it, he was tough. But you get pressure on him, he couldn't get away. He just couldn't get away, and OU tried to to run him a little bit, and he just didn't have any elusiveness. He just couldn't do it. And that's going to be a real huge factor down the line for him uh, in the NFL. You know, it's going to affect him because you got to have a little bit of elusiveness. Anyway, uh I think this is kind of a game where Appalachian State may play this one a little closer than we think. Um, so, I if I was going to bet it, I probably would go North. I probably would go up uh, Appalachian State plus eighteen, but I'm not confident enough to do that. I'm going to take Appalachian State plus the eighteen as well. I, I think that makes sense. Uh, it's 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 a rivalry game ish. You know, they're in the same area. Um, I don't think North Carolina views it as a rival, but Appalachian yeah. State does. So they're going to really do. <laughs> they'll come out and play, play a good game. I think it'll be close, close ish, but I do think North Carolina gets it done. But I'll take Appalachian State plus the points. 
Uh, Duke, the Darlings, they play Lafayette, so a little bit of a bye week for them. They'll get to 2-0. and Now let's get to the, the big one, Texas and Alabama. Uh, both teams win. Uh, Texas uh, didn't look great. Uh, Alabama looked solid, but again, not, no opponent for either one of these teams. Now we go to Tuscaloosa, seven-point favorite for uh, the Crimson Tide here against Texas. Texas almost beat them last year, Papa Dude. What do you think? This is an interesting one for sure. Yeah, I'm struggling with this one as well, uh, simply because I don't know the quarterback situation at Alabama. I just don't know. Uh, I didn't see any of the game the other night. I have seen him play a little bit last year. The deal is, you know, Texas, talent-wise, especially on offense, they're very good. Their wide receivers are good. Their quarterback's fine. Uh, Their running back's fine. They just can't put it all together. And until they do, you just can't get behind them. They might be better than Alabama. I don't know, talent-wise. Seven is a lot of points, but a wise man never bets against Alabama. So (laughs) I've got to stick with the Crimson Tide until I see otherwise. But I think Texas has got a shot to beat them. I think Texas has got a good shot to beat them. That being said, I'm taking Alabama. I I just think (laughs) Alabama at home, at night, it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere. I think Texas makes a couple of mistakes early in the game, gets behind, uh, fights from behind. Maybe they cover it. Maybe they're they're, they're there to make a a late cover. But I think think Alabama wins, and I'll take Alabama minus the seven. I I just think they're the better. They're the better team. I I, I think they're, they're more prepared. For this type of game. And then, like you said, until Texas does come out and win one of these, they're hard to back. So yeah. give I'll me make another prediction. If they win, if Texas wins, they'll probably be number two next week. I was going to say, yeah, they'll move them up. <laughs> I think they're they're waiting to move them up anyway. So. Oh, they want them up there so bad. Yeah, so we'll see. They, they didn't look good week one, but it was everything was pointing towards Alabama. Oh, no doubt. So that, I, you don't you can't really take much from yeah. that. Uh, Oregon, they, uh, you know, took care of business in a game they should have. So they're one and oh, and they play Texas Tech, who lost to Wyoming last weekend, uh, in double overtime. All right, Oregon's a six and a half point favorite, and I'll say only a six and a half point favorite. This seems like a sketchy line. Mm-hmm. Six and a half point favorite on the road here against Texas Tech. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I agree with you. I thought coming into the season, this was going to be a tough game for Oregon, and then Tech goes up, uh, to Wyoming and loses. Sorry, Mark. Uh, they shouldn't have, but they did. And Wyoming came back again. They were up 17 to nothing. And the Cowboys came back and dominated them after end up beating them in double overtime. I don't know. They dominated them, but they wiped out a 17 point deficit, took it to double overtime and won, yeah. which is impressive. So, you know, you know, they're going to come back and play pretty well this week, but they're not good enough. I don't think. I just think. They should have won last week if they're going to beat Oregon. Mm -hmm. So Oregon's going to have to go down there and play bad to lose. Turn it over. Give them some points. I like the Ducks to cover. I took Wyoming in the points last week. I'll take Oregon in the points this week. Not a a believer in Texas Tech, period. Not a believer. I, I don't think they're very good. 
I thought they were shit last year. I don't think they're much better this year, to be honest. Uh, Grambling and LSU, uh, don't talk about the game, but boy, LSU, talk about shit. They got their asses handed to they them. They did. Talk about that. They got slaughtered. It was bad. They, they just looked like they didn't belong. Uh, even though they were ahead at the half, uh, I still didn't think they were going to win. Um, and then Florida State came out in the second half and just socked him in the mouth. Yep. And they looked great. They really did. Uh, you know, I wasn't real high on Florida State to start the season, but I am now. Uh, again, there's a couple of comments came out. You know, Brian Kelly told them the night before they were. He told the team they were going to kick Florida State's ass. Yeah. That was that was pretty funny. Oops. And uh, I don't know. I I they just didn't look very good to me. <laughs> but you know, as we talked about it, I I forget. I think it was Sunday on the Daily Show. The more I studied the game, the more I liked Florida State as the week went on. And Florida State's quarterback is pretty good. And their skill people are good. That's yeah. I, I I don't know how to read LSU yet. They'll ha- they'll come back and they'll be better as the season goes along. But their schedule's so hard. When they lose that game, I don't. I think they may be knocked out of the national pic- picture already. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's their one loss away from their season yeah. pretty much being down as far as that goes. So uh it, it was bad it, it, it was it was a bad 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 situation for lsu they just got curb stomped so they did we'll see if they come back they better get a whole lot better up here pretty quick or there and they're gonna have a horrible year because that was yeah. that was bad all right wisconsin uh you know they were okay they they weren't like crazy but it was a nice win they're one and oh they go on the road they're six point favorites against washington state you kind of mentioned on our college football preview show that you thought this could be a tricky game for the for the Badgers. What do you think? Uh, now I think it's here? very tricky. Uh, that's a different animal out there. That's tough, tough place to play when Washington State's decent, and I think they are. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a tough game for the Badgers. They're only six-point favorites, which tells you Vegas thinks it's going to be tough too. I think they cover. I think it'll be late before they do. And I think we're looking – I don't know, 28 to 21, 35 to 27, something like that. I think it's going to be close. I do too. And uh, Kevin V brings it up, says that the Pac-12 looked great week one. They went 13 and 0 week one. Now, a lot of those games they should have won, but some of them, you know, maybe not toss-ups, but games were like, yeah, this could be close. And they weren't. They were they were pretty yeah. much dominant. So uh, we'll see what happens. I Wisconsin didn't look great. I'll say that. I thought they'd look better week one. But again, you just never know. I mean, once you get that 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 week one out of the way, you you sometimes can really improve. Uh, in yeah. Week two, Who so. was it they played? Ah, oh, gosh, I cannot I remember. Can't remember <laughs> it was a team. Uh, let me pull it up here. I a Buffalo. That's right. I knew it was a MAC team. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I kept wanting to say Central Michigan. I know it's Buffalo. Yeah. So Not I mean, it wasn't bad, but no, we were expecting know. more. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm gonna. I think Wisconsin's gonna win this one. I do too. I'm scared of the points for sure. Mm-hmm. Florida State minus 31. Southern Miss comes to town. Will there be a hangover in Tallahassee, or will Florida State roll in this one as well? Oh, I think they there'll be a hangover. I yeah. think it's just normal. 
but 31, they'll cover that, I think. I, I think they will. I think they will as well. I think they might struggle early and then kind of pull away. Yeah. I, you know, like it is the home opener. I think that helps. You know, that first game was not at home. That's um, true. So the home opener, I think, will help too. I, I think Florida State gets it done there pretty easily. Oregon State, nice win. They play UC Davis. No reason to really talk about that one. Nope. Uh, USC, they start conference play this week against Stanford. Uh, Stanford went to Hawaii and I think people kind of thought Hawaii might beat them. Stanford got it done. Wasn't really in danger of losing the game. USC 2-0, 30-point favorites here for USC. What do you think about this one to, to cap it off for us? Well, if it was at Stanford, I'd go the other way. But as far as the points, they're not going to lose this game. They're going to – I think they cover. This is a game they, they're not going to screw around with. I think they'll beat them pretty easy. These are the games, and I mentioned last week, I said they will play a lot better. They'll kind of, quote-unquote, shut down Nevada, and they'll cover, and they did. To me, I'm not a big believer in the Stanford bunch. I think USC is going to have a lot more athletes. I think they'll cover it. I think they'll they'll kind of dominate this one. And We're just waiting. We're waiting for them to play somebody um, and and see what happens when it comes to that. Yeah, it'll be a while before they do. That's the thing, and Mm -hmm. and, – uh, they're going to roll. They're going to they're going to roll along. Yeah, you got it pulled up there. Yeah, Arizona State's not very good. They go there next week. Now that's that's two weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's in the desert. Mm, that's kind of tricky sometimes. Oh my God! Then they got Colorado. Oh yeah. Lord. Um, I'll tell you what. If Colorado's three and zero, oh, but then they'll be it'll probably be USC number three and Colorado number four coming into that <laughs> one. So. <laughs> I, I think you know the Colorado game. Obviously, you joke, but it it, it has a chance. It could if they're if Colorado's good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you circle this game right here. Yeah, the Notre yeah. Dame game is the one where you're going to find out what they are. Yeah, what yeah. a game that'll be if they're both undefeated going into that. It'll be. Yep. Yep. That'll be something else. So yep. that's going to be fun. It, I I hope. Let me look at Colorado real quick here. Yeah, let's see who's who's going to beat them if, if they get by this week. Well, they go to Oregon week four. They're not winning that. But if they, if Colorado's three and one, meaning they beat Nebraska, they beat Colorado straight, State, they lose to Oregon, three and one versus an undefeated USC. I mean, that will be a a madhouse of a game. <laughs> That'll be nuts. Yeah, so. ticket prices maybe three hundred dollars for that. Maybe <laughs> for that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been to a Colorado game. Oh, you played out there a few years ago. Yeah. And we were out there and it was an 11 o'clock game. And there might have been 15,000 people in the stands at 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I said to believe it. Of course, he's got it going. And that's exactly what they hoped would happen. Yeah. When they hired him. It's one game. A brilliant hire. I, I think, I think. Colorado's three and zero going into Oregon, and I think they're going to get waxed. That's that that's my thought. I um, think so too. <laughs> and I don't think they can. Although they might be able to score a lot on USC, but USC is going to score a lot on them. They can't uh, stop them. You know, Arizona State they can beat Stanford. They could beat UCLA. They could beat them. Um, Oregon State. Yeah. Now by that time, you never know. Look at this. They they could. Go eight what a difference four. one game makes. Well, I mean, you look at it though, they could go eight and four, seven, and five. Yeah, but you know what? When when I was doing the uh 
over unders, whatever we do. And I was going down through their schedule. I was generous and gave them three. And now we're going down there after one game. We're going, oh yeah, they could beat them. Well, they well, might. Say beat they, <laughs> they ended up losing. You would still think they could beat Nebraska. They could beat Colorado State. Stanford, uh, yeah, maybe Stanford, Arizona. I mean, yeah, either. I said I think I had them beating Colorado State. Yeah, Stanford. And Arizona, because all three of those games were at home. Well, I mean, you don't have to be that good to win. No, and that was the only three I had. Yeah. <laughs> he says win total three and a half. Um, yeah. And after one game, now we got them at eight and four, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I would say seven and five is realistic. So uh, that would be fantastic. They could do that. Oh, well, seven five would be fantastic. Exactly. I think realistically, that's what you should expect. Honestly, I they could go eight and four. Um, I I think seven and five is what they're gonna go. I see seven and five, that'll probably get them in the top 15, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right, that's it for the top 25. Is there anything else uh, you, you got? Any other games? No, oh, uh, any other, you know. I didn't really find much this week. I, it's I, I don't have anything I really like. Okay. Um, there's a uh, there's a lot of doggy games this week. There really are more than last week, even. Yeah, uh, I didn't see anything that popped out at me. You uh, Central Florida goes to Boise, mm-hmm. and they're favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. I kind of look for Boise to come back and play better. Uh, this week, so that was one that kind of uh, Cincinnati goes to Pittsburgh, and Pitt's a seven and a half point favorite. Hmm. I don't, I you know, I'm not ready to just say Cincinnati's awful, yeah, not yet. Uh, so that's a couple I had circled. Oh, the game tomorrow night, Kansas and Illinois is a good one, I think. That, I mean, that is an interesting game. Interesting what do you game. think about that game? Yeah, KU's three point favorite, um, probably legit. Uh, should win, uh, but Illinois is very well coached. Oh, and, and the other one, uh, did you did you realize Iowa dropped out of the top twenty five? No. Yeah. So what's the line on the Iowa Iowa State game this week? Oh, uh, that's a good question. So you win a game and you drop out of the top twenty five because Duke and Colorado won. I think it's five, maybe. Uh, let's see. Oh, a three and a half. Iowa's a three and a half point favorite. On the road. Yeah. I would say it was pretty impressive against Northern Iowa. I think they won by 21. Um, they played better, and Iowa did not play. They did their normal. They yeah, were their play. normal stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking Iowa. They'll win. But, I think so win. they win their game, and because Duke won, and Colorado won, they knock out Iowa, who won their game. I don't know who votes. These guys are clowns. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's crazy. By the way, yeah, uh, the the offensive coordinator there, uh, Ferenc's son, they have to average 25. I saw that. A game or he's fired. Yeah. And 25 got, a game. And you got 24 against Utah State. There was some more. There were other. Uh, requirements as well yes yeah i think it was so many 
yards a game, maybe something like that. Yeah, there was other stuff. The twenty-five points is what stood out. There was some that's what stood out to me. Yeah, and they scored twenty-four the other day. Twenty-five. That's quite a few for Iowa. For Iowa, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't. I just. I guess they were going to fire him, and that was what they told his father that had to happen for him yep. to stay. I guess. Why else? It, you know, his dad wouldn't come up with that. Uh, no. <laughs> stipulation, I wouldn't think. No. No. But yeah. Well, hopefully he enjoys his last year at Iowa. <laughs> Well, you know, because you know there's going to be some 10s and 12s oh. in there. Zeros, <laughs> maybe. So. so one of these games, uh, flip their schedule up real quick, then we'll get out of here. Okay, yeah. Let me flip up Iowa. Let's see. See who, um, who they might score 35 on. Let's see. So I don't think they'll score. Uh-uh. Uh, the, so they have Iowa State, which that's usually a very low-scoring game. Yeah. Western Michigan. They might. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, the next one's your first 10. At Penn State, that's not happening. About a 10. Michigan State, they might score 21, 25, something like Maybe. that. They could also score seven. Like that's good. Purdue is not very good. No, they, they might they might get they might get some there. Yep. At Wisconsin, and that ain't happening. Uh uh-uh. Minnesota's got a good defense. To me, that Minnesota game has seven to three written all over. <laughs> you just you don't know who's going to win, but you know the final score. Hey, these three games right here, Minnesota, Northwestern, and Rutgers, yeah. there's their three. They've got to score. I mean, he's going to have to get 50 on Northwestern and 50 on <laughs> Rutgers, or he's in big trouble. Because Illinois, they're not going to score a bunch on them. No. And the Nebraska game's always, you know. That's a tough game. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they could they could go eight and four with that schedule, which is what Iowa does. Mm-hmm. And what they're capable of. Sometimes they can go nine and three. Eight and four, nine and three, and say they average 24 a game, and you're going to fire him? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, they I, have unrealistic expectations. <laughs> well, I just mean, you needed 50 that opening game. You really did. Because. You know they might get twenty at Iowa State, and they 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 could get a, a few at uh, against Western Michigan. Some of these teams, it's like a lock; they're going to get ten. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I know. Don't, I I just don't. I I get the impression, this the sense that these Iowa people would love if their head coach resigned. Oh, totally. Yeah. And how can they say that? I well, just, yeah, exactly. The guy, it's incredible what they do up there. Yeah. But they, they have no recruiting base. No. I mean, they're recruiting. Where do they, they where, Chicago? Where do they go? And they get these guys and they win eight, seven, eight, nine games every year. And they never have skilled people that are real good. Nope. But nope. They, they play great special teams, they play great defense. They run the clock. They do what they're supposed to do to stay in the games. And at the end of the season, there they are with eight wins. And they want more. And they're going to they're gonna get their wish one of these days because Ferenc is getting pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be long. 
So anyway, <laughs> anyway, such is the life of coaching. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get out of here. I got to get ready for another show. Yep. So 35 minutes away from blinkers off. That's going to come at you at 2 PM central time. Uh, we're going to talk readers cup classic early look. We're going to rapid fire some races. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk uh, about other stuff as well. So a lot coming on here. I got to get off here and start preparing for that one. Like I said, just 35 minutes away. All right, guys. Thanks everybody for joining Dudes Who Bet Sports. We will be back next week. I hope everybody has a very good weekend and hope that you guys cash a lot. Opening weekend NFL and week two college football. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.